0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com.
1: you use discussion afterwards,
2: if- right, that's usually how yeah. We, uh... yeah, like that's okay. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Good evening, everyone who came. It's really a, a big COVID day. I don't know if the, the is aware of this. We put this out. We have a list of, of mental health professionals which have gathered over the Hashem, People who are uh, like coming to Shirem. So this uh, testament to the was, um the reputation that within an hour, 35 people had already uh, had said they would like to join us this evening. I'm looking around here. It's not just local people. There's many people came in, both well, from the from the men's side and the women's side, from uh, Muncie, Lakewood, um, all around the tri-state area, came to hear the Baruch the Shem from the Um On a personal note, it's a uh, I, I, I she doesn't, probably doesn't remember. It's a I went through. She was Taguer's. So she, uh, um, well, she was in the mirror. She was an by Baruch Beneschman. So it was known then, this was twenty-five years ago it was a tremendous Baumak Shovo. And we went every material shout us. I didn't have a chance to say goodbye. The last was I had a perm suit the, in the house twenty-five years ago. Then I went back to America. And then I became a husband, and got married, and she went to Silver Spring. I didn't say, say hello since then. So I want to thank you for the perm for of, of 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 um, so we're gonna do the format. People had submitted some questions. We're going to um, uh, read those questions, give the Shiva a chance to respond, and you know, feel free to uh, any follow up uh, questions, discussion points. We'll see how far we get uh, from those questions. And there's time at the end. Shiva uh, seems comfortable just to take any questions from the floor, but we're going to start with that, which was submitted first. Right. Shiva's uh, okay with recording. Um, do not give me some until Roshiba gives us that you know there's, that there's nothing there that uh, <laughs> for personal use it's, it's fine. Uh, we don't want to have any anything censored, so to feel free to talk. Um, so going to start with, can Rishiba offer a general framework on the terror perspective on mental health and on the role and responsibility of the clinician? <laughs> So first of all,
1: good evening. I'm um, I'm really glad to be here. It's, it's I think it's something that's necessary. and waiting to, um, to develop in the Torah community. Um, first of all, I feel here like I'm at a psychologist anonymous meeting. Of, of you know, the, it's like the the, the setup and uh, the surreptitious figures sneaking in and and you know, it, it had that kind of aura to it. Um my, my the, a person that I was zochah to have a kirva very late in, in, I mean, late in his life, and un, I unfortunately didn't have a longer t'shachis, was Reb Zelig Epstein. I'm sure you've heard the name. When I came to America, my brother, Ambrosean Zvi, said he should be your guiding light, your das Torah, and I found him to be extremely, extremely broad, deep, um, from both the Turdica perspective and, the, and what was happening around the world, I don't think I've ever met someone like him. He was an extraordinary person. And psychology came up a, a few times. There was once an Israel, psychology 20-some-odd years ago that people forgot, and, and things of that nature. And I asked him about a particular case It was involved in some sort of case, and I asked him, or my wife asked him actually, what would have happened in Europe so he said, you know, how come it never, nobody ever heard of these problems or whatever? And he said, in Europe, these people just fell off the map. And, you know, it wasn't as if they could, I think they just forgot about them. You know, the, the person left and that was the end of it. And he said, we live in a tougher world today, but our Kodesh Paruch gave us a lot more chachma of understanding people and insights um, than we had before. And we need to use it. That was his words to me, and uh, I feel very strongly about it. Um, maybe I'll sort of jump some of the questions. I, I want to sketch out a certain framework that I think is very helpful. It, the, the, there seems many times to be a collision course between Rabbanim um, of all different types and mental health professionals. And. I'd like to try a little bit to sketch out what I think is, if we would define properly the, the perimeter of each, um, the role of each one, I think it'll be very helpful. Mm-hmm. A person consists of different layers. This, far, this is a medrish, um, and the sfarim speak a lot about this language, and I will enumerate four layers. There's guf, there's nefesh, there is ruach, and there is neshama. The medr says there are five parts of the neshama. There are two more that are entirely irrelevant to this discussion, but um, the guf plus these three are very relevant. And each one has its own tchum and it belongs in a very specific place and needs to be dealt with at where, at what junction are we, are we talking about. A person starts acting very erratically. A person steals. A person starts acting improperly with women, whatever it is, and we discover a brain tumor. So that belongs in a doctor's office, a neurosurgeon, an oncologist, it has nothing to do with a rough. or very little. Well, maybe we'll add something, but, but right now, this is an issue of the brain physically, the goof of the person physically um, creating havoc. And it needs to be dealt that way. The same is true chemical. If a person is drunk, highly drunk, reasoning is not going to help much. You, he needs to be not drunk, and the only thing that will help is get the alcohol out of his system and so on that's one level and I think that that Baruch Hashem we have a fairly good sense of it there's another level and it's called Nefesh Nefesh is a life force a a driving force of life that man shares with an animal and that's why Behemoth the word Nefesh applies to Behemoth and the Ramban, for instance, points out animals have um, emotions, simple emotions. A dog can can have affection, loyalty, anger. You could, you can see a, a, a low level of emotion, and that belongs to a part of a person called nefesh, and that ought to be, or that is the domain of mental health professionals, in whatever capacity you you would like to call it, whatever you'd like to call it. And then there is Ruach, which is the place where a person has Bechira. Ruach is something which is in flux. By definition, a wind can't be stationary. It's in flux, by definition. The part of the person that has Bechira, and it's choosing moral right or wrong. That is the part of the person that's called ruach, and fa- and that belongs to Torah, and it belongs to Torah professionals. Finally, Nishama is an input of good into a person, which we basically don't have in its full form as manazer, but it's something. It's an input into a person's into a person's mind which is um, a good beyond this world of of a different nature. So, again, we have four areas we can identify in a person. Guf affects a person's behavior, and that is medical profession. Nefesh affects a person's behavior, and that's mental health profession. Neshama, a ruach, is the person's moral um ability to decide w- the realm that we would call free will free choice moral values and that's the t'chum, that's the t'chum of torah and the shama is an influx of good in a person that's Siyat beyond what we would consider even beira and so on important to remember is that each one of these areas has its own professional and just like a Rav cannot say on Yom Kippur whether a patient should fast or not. A Rav can say if he should fast based on what the doctor says. So if the doctor tells him there's a 5% of chance he'll die, the Rav has to make a decision what to do. If the doctor says there's no chance he'll live, no chance he'll die, then the Rav makes a decision. But the factual, um, establishing the facts, that's the area of the doctor. The same thing, to an, and a more subtle degree, is in the area of nefesh. A person whose whose functioning, his behavior is impaired, not because of moral indecisions, values, etc., but because of very strong layers of 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 emotional stress of one kind or another, will have to deal with that first, and then now. Once you present the facts, you might say a uh, uh, Rav might pass, given those facts, this is still right or wrong to do halachically. But it requires laying out facts. And, and, and then there is the area of moral values, right and wrong in a very, very absolute way, which is a Torah value. So, so understanding each person's place is very, role is very important. One more point about this, that people get confused, and I think it's important to, to dispel this point. People say, in Torah you have everything. It's true, except there's nobody who knows Torah at that level. Maybe the last person was the Vilna Goyen, or if you see them do the Shemter, it's fine, <coughs> but, but that's it. It's, no one has, no one can open up a Chumash and explain biology. Um, nobody can open up a chomish and explain much of mental health. Our posterity, sometimes the Gemara uses an expression, had I not lifted up a cheris, you wouldn't have found a jewel. Sometimes scientists make a discovery and say, wow, that's what it said in the Torah. Correct. But the other way around, to say that somebody can sit and use the Torah or Gemara as a textbook for that, He's taking for himself the um, position occupied by nobody in our Doros. And therefore, it, the, the, the fact that a particular Rav may or may not know about biology doesn't make him less of a Rav. But it means just this, the equation of, since Torah has everything, so it has all the biology of human beings, so, so if a Rav knows Torah, he knows everything about the biology of human being, Is fallacious because there is no such Rav, not today, not yesterday, maybe the Vulnergoyim, and who knows how many in the Doros, you know, until we go back to Tanoim and Those are points that I, I felt, as sort as an introduction, for some of the points made here, I'd like to put it down. Any any comments or questions about this, and then we can go with some of the other points. Uh, you, you want to call on? I, I don't know. I don't know who, who's on good behavior, who's bad behavior. <laughs> you? Who does, who's paying dues and who not? <laughs> okay. It's okay. in
4: charge, I, but I can delegate.
1: It. Okay, fine. But well, whatever. I'm delegating to you. Between, nefesh, between all these
4: layers, there's, they all impact each other, right? So there's, yes. There's a flow back and forth. Correct. And there's, there's definitely overlap, and, and I don't know how you can even tease apart where the source of an issue is. So where does that leave us in terms of, you know we separated, the Roshiva separated into professionals, but we deal a lot with people on, there are multiple layers. Correct. Right. So, so then where do you? So, so,
1: so, so, it, it, so it requires um, Rabbanim who have a sense of mental health, and mental health professionals have a sense of Torah. And yes, because a lot of times the inter, for instance, um, a, a, a child is, is misbehaving terribly, or an adult, and the question is part of We're dealing with an ISR, with something with behavior that is totally, totally unacceptable. On the other hand, there are f- mental health factors. They will have to work together. And yes, that, that is a trick. But understanding, I was speaking to somebody recently, I'll, I'll cover many facts, I don't think everybody would know them anyway, but this person is a Rav of some sort, young, and this person is bright and many qualities. This person is a Rebbe somewhere, and he's doing kol dava Not in his classroom, not abuse, not sexual abuse, but he's living what they call in Yedzhak shetag. And in his description, you know, he does kol dava and he walks in class and that. This person was speaking to me, I, I mean, he, he got to me tangentially and, and he's, so he's done okay, I told him, you're barking up the wrong tree, you're the, you, your behavior is addictive, you've been in this for 15 years, gambling and womanizing, the, the question is not did you say all of you over this morning, you have something you cannot deal with, I said you first have to deal with what got you to where you got how to undo the mechanism, how to replace the mechanism, because you've got nothing else in your life giving you any, any pleasure. And then, once we're settled on, on, on bedrock, we can deal with the next stage. Yes, there's a, but understand that to, to the least, you know, me or that's what I told him. I said, we're going to need to find somebody that can deal with this part of it, and then we have to do this part. Don't confuse the two. This is not a true vision. Anymore. This is a mental health issue at this point. And there will be a lot of times, it will be complex, <laughs> you know, yes. Uh, could, could you maybe just identify yourself, if it's not anonymous? Okay, <laughs> yeah,
5: my name is Miriam Scheffner and I found that there's really a dearth of effective marriage counseling out there in the field of psychology. There are a few well-known, yeah. but for the most part, there really isn't enough effective marriage counseling. I wonder if people agree with that. But, and I found that just using what I, as a little Beisako graduate, understand from the Torah has so much wisdom and so much clarity in terms of um, marriage counseling. And I find that when I tell my clients some of the things that I have learned or studied from Yiddishkeit, I find that it, it is, they, they're gaining, you know, they're really gaining from it. So I'm wondering if that applies to, to where, where you have couples counseling. And psychology really doesn't have
1: great uh, solutions for us. And if we use the Torah, you know... So, not- so, you, so let, me, let me... You are sitting and working with people. You are sitting and getting feedback and an intuitive sense of a field. And you also learn Torah. So in a certain sense, it's the same process I described. The, the, the reality is sort of, you know, you're seeing things and then you're able to identify it. But if imagine somebody who never dealt with couple counseling, never even dealt with serious, and someone come and ask him and he would give a Torah answer, he'd probably be off mark because he doesn't understand the problem. It's, the, 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 the process that does work is when you look and you say, you know, they need to be able to understand X, Y, Z. They say, wow, but that's what the Torah said. That's perfectly legitimate. But somebody who doesn't, is not in the field, in the field meaning experiencing it, dealing with it, getting feedback, seeing what works, what doesn't work, and for that picture, I, I don't believe that that, that person can, can, can be very effective. So veto analogy plus? It, yeah. it, these, these are, there's an expression the Gemara says, it, it, the Gemara uses it in the following context. Somebody said a halacha, and I said, well, that's a Mishnah. Because if you think about it, that's what Mishnah is saying. And he got angry at him and he said, had I not picked up the rock, you wouldn't have discovered the diamond underneath it. So you're dealing with people and you see that, and all of a sudden, the Pasik, the Rashi, whatever it is, does in right? But that's a process because you're dealing in two worlds together. Yes?
6: where,
7: where does all the musar and human insight, the human insight part of Torah, which is the machshava, which is bordering between Nefesh and Ruach, so where does that come in? Because a lot of insight is directly discussing human emotion, motivation, and, and meeting human needs. And where would that fall? And I think there's a touch with confusion with the mashkiach, not necessarily the rub, but the mashkiach is
4: becoming the therapist.
1: So ideally, the mashkiach... So let's, go to, let's deal a second with the ruach part. So here I'm dealing with somebody... And Revolba actually writes... Revolba was, interestingly enough, a big Balmussa... He also was about Shuva, even though they, they sort of played it down. I mean about Shuva, the real thing. he was fry until he was twenty years old. He, his father was reformed, he studied in university, and psychology was a field he 's very into. He then became Ruhu the Talmud and was awed by by the by presence. but he does and, and and he has in a second volume about vadim, he does have one chapter on this, and he says basically. If you're lacking in Tzuras Adam, then please don't start working on Musa. If a person has a serious anger management problem, it's not working on Kaas. It's Kaas and it's... Musa comes in the following. Musa is to take a normal human being and make him to something better. So, so for instance, let's say somebody did something wrong, and you're able to rise above anger that's justified and you're able to rise above jealousy that's justified because something higher, that's the stage at which a Mashkiach figure, a figure, is supposed to be at his best. Now, there were Rabbanim like the Chazanish who had keen medical insight in, in two areas specifically. Chazanish anatomy was his forte, and I think, and whoever, I know for those who are familiar with learning, he was able to see something from all sides, and that's why the, 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 the stories about the Chaznish in the medical area focused around surgery, planned surgeries, how to do it, and so on, because he, he, had a, he had a tremendous sense that was specific to him, and a sense of the psychology of the doctors. What do they mean? What do they want? Who has some self-interest? Those are the two areas that he was known for. No one has those stories about the Brzezkarov, girl was not even smaller than Chaznish. It didn't take away from it. So in, in the world of Mashkichim, you have people that are just good at guiding you from the normal to the above normal, to the Atav part, the, which we call the Ruach part. And there was some that that same type of insight allowed them to extrapolate to the Nefesh part. There's always, it, it, whenever you go out of your zone, You always have to be doubly sure that you really know what you're dealing with. I mean, both um, mental health professionals or Abundant share a common challenge. People come to you in difficult circumstances and they trust you way beyond um, what a human being should be trusted with. That is, you, you know, a person, when a person needs to say, I'm not thinking straight, I, I'm not making the right decisions. I'm giving over my decision-making process to somebody. It, that's, it's, it's, a, it's an extraordinary change. It's like when you have somebody, you know, needs to fix your computer, and you, he t- you, know, you tell him the password, he's sitting someplace else, and he's playing around with your computer. It's very scary to watch. But, but that level of trust is extraordinary in terms of what it can do, and extraordinary how destructive. All the stories you hear, the difficult stories, are based on that. So so um, a Rav needs to be able to say to himself, Ad Khan, this is um, my profession. This is what I think I have a feel for, and gingerly I think I can manage this. This is out of my area, and whatever opinions I have, I keep to myself, and I, and I send you off to somebody else. My, my role as a Rav is to find a person that I've seen succeeded and, and help you make that decision. Yes, I'm sorry, you're... I, I I know you, but I'm not sure
4: I'm if that's... Yeah. yeah, we've, yeah. Um, not just, again, the Rashida's position, but two, two scenarios. Someone comes to me and says, I finally had enough courage to eat a cheeseburger to find somebody abusive father and beat me up and do show. Someone comes and says, he wants me to applaud the fact that he was finally overcoming his social anxiety to join the Shmuzah Drunker Um Does this fit? Into it
1: does. And, 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 and let me, you know... Did hear the
4: question?
3: You repeat what?
1: it. I, I, you want to repeat it?
3: So the question was someone who, uh, who described to a therapist that he was finally able to overcome his social anxiety and uh, schmooze and create So I guess how does, that, how does that fit in with this model of...
1: Uh, or um, or a cheeseburger. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so, so this segues to another question. When you as a professional and, you know, a mental health, a, a worldview, Vala would have one approach and you as a firmahid would have another approach. So so let's move it into neutral ground and let's and let's get a sense of how you deal with it. Imagine as a mental health professional, you're dealing with somebody who's father's beat him up terribly he's become meek unassertive and um, you know can't you know he's, he's he's reacted by becoming basically totally inept and and so on And then he comes and says you know i finally got out my courage i stole a few thousand dollars out of my my father's packet and if he comes after me i'm going to kill him i finally have that courage thank you so, the, um, the first thing is to do, bill him for whatever he hasn't paid up until now. That, that, I think that would be the first. So, in a normal, and I would, I would think it also true in, in a Torah way, you tell the person, and this is a position that I do a lot of times, we have people who've gotten courage together, they say, okay, it, it, Baruch Hashem, you finally have the courage to do Now, what do you really want to do? And how much do you really want to live your life to spit in somebody's face? Why don't you decide if your father wouldn't be here, what would you be doing? In other words, um, what you're trying to do is um, pat the person on the back for his quote-unquote courage and say, okay, but now that you're free to choose, how are we going to choose what's right and what's wrong? The delicate part here is, and this is a professional issue, how much um, can we allow our Torah shkafe, um, we, you know, to, to work there with mental health? It, it, at worst case scenario, a person has an obligation to say, I cannot help you from this point onwards. You can dress it up and say, I'm afraid that I'm too biased for my opinion, I wouldn't be the right person, and and you know, and, and, and slip out. It's logically it, to be miscelled by Vera is our sir, but in that situation, you can say, you know, I hear your anger, and, I, and it must be feel liberating to be that way. And now that you have that courage, let's ask ourselves, what do we want to do with it? Why, a cheeseburger doesn't taste that great, so it's really because you want to feel empowered. You would need to be able to segue whatever he did into something constructive, not different than the guy who had enough courage to steal a few thousand dollars from his father, and, and and is willing to kill him. Yeah.
4: I, 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 I mean sorry
1: if I mean I I, I think everyone thinking that, that psychology
4: would say that's um, a no. So so your values, so, you your values it, it, it them, and the guy says I'm not going to come out into my anger and I like cheeseburgers your and you're you're you're
1: imposing your religion on me. Um, so so we're also listen, we impose our religion on our children because we think it's right. The idea that there's no right and wrongs, so this is an area, I guess we can talk about psychology a minute. Psychology, like you all know much better than me, is really a mixture of a lot of things. It's facts, that ha- data that has been collected, it is reasonable theories, very specific ones, it is more general theories about human behavior, and there's a value system no matter what. Because if somebody comes to me and says that I'm the third reincarnation of, of, of Jesus, Muhammad, or you know, or, 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 or name it, whoever you want, so it used to be thought this is terrible, this guy's a raving machine, we have to make it normal. If the philosophy like Sarajal says, who cares? He's not hurting anybody, he's not hurting himself, so what's the problem? That's already a value judgment. We as from Eden don't buy into the value judgment. So just like if somebody is a, became a thief, um, many, most, you know, t- t- to feel that you can just pat him on his back and say, wonderful, and because we recognize, almost every normal person recognizes that stealing's been wrong, we would have to find a way to, s- to-, to say, it. we're from a union at the end of the day. And that piece of psychology is where, is, is where they've got to move away, and not us. Yeah.
3: So Rashid was discussing really the, the, uh, the um, therapist whose realm is uh, based on demarcation of uh, yes. nefesh, you know, entering into rural territory and the question is, you know, from a professional standpoint Chris uh, more from a terrorist standpoint, does Rashid feel the therapist has, has a right to go there or what factors they need, you know, to uh, they're obviously not trained in, in Rabanus or to be uh, mashkiach can one trust their own knowledge, clinical intuition to, to dabble in areas of ruach, morality, to quote Torah sources that they need? You know, what, what, a, what variables would go into that too? It's uh, not their training. Right.
1: So, um, let's take it. On a technical level, for instance, how to memorize information. So if I, I will let me give you some tips on how to learn more effectively, efficiently, and memorize better. Um, let me f- give you some tips on how to get along with people, how to recognize what people want from you. So for instance, a person who's socially inept and doesn't get clues, or a person who's always on people's nerves, or vice versa, so the ben Javero dictates that you help him find the right, the right way of, of interacting with people. Using the Torah, in a general way, Yes, it's nice. But a person needs to stop short of... I'm weary when you constantly start using psukim because psukim can be used in many ways. And I, 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 I'm, I'm much more comfortable with somebody whose approach is factual and, and sort of secular than a person who's, who's selling me that this is Torah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm weary because secular things are supposed to be based on fact. Proving, uh, um, repeatable experimentation, etc. cetera. Um, Torah is interpretation. And that's why I, I, I'm a little more wary. I'd rather deal with something that's secular and professional than something that's Hamish. That's my personal sense of it. So it's nice, again, when you find things, someone told me, this person is a therapist in Lakewood, he deals with OCD problems, and he's been collecting Chazal, and he, and he shared them with me, and I thought it was amazing. You know, one of the issues of OCD is, you know, from OCD, is how do you distinguish between a Briska machmir and an OCD who needs help? You no, some people don't, but, 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 and, 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 and assuming, assuming that it is, how do you think? And, and this person said, this person deals with it a lot, and he's very, I, I, I've known him a personal level, he's very, very, you know, he's a bardas, and he said there are, there are two missionists with the following statement there's a question a person a person has put out his chametz after because chametz it's in a corner does he have to worry that a cat came and took it over to the other place you know there's always so the Mishnah says no Shaim ein Ladovasov. because then there's no end to it so 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 you'll never finish because chametz because there's always a, a, it says a was supposed to prepare you know you're supposed, supposed, supposed to have a wife prepare another another wife in case wife dies and the Mishnah says self so he said any behavior that can't define a stopping point is OCD halacha does not want behavior that is in self so if you clearly define a ram Shita and therefore I'm doing this and this it's clearly defined so, that chumr that may be coming from a good place, not, but it's, 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 a, it's a valid halakumr. But if a person is constantly, he's just never sure if his goof is nucky, if he's never sure if this, or sure that, if, you, if there's no clear stopping place, where it's a very clear, yes, this is a goal that I've attained, it belongs to a different realm, and it's not halakha. That, I thought, was a very insightful point. Um... But again, the, 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 you, you've got to be very careful, and that's why I, I tend to have, personally, re- reluctance. You know, when, when you automatically try to match up things.
3: But if The person is coming in, the client with skepticism on the mental health profession. And one is using terror just to uh, make them feel comfortable and, and uh, um, build trust. Really build trust and show that, that some of these ideas are rooted in terror. If she feel the same way, that you know,
1: I would say maybe the vocabulary, in other words, when you use, for somebody who's not, you know, it's, he's not in that world, and you use very secular terms, some people are kind of, like you said, frightened, turned off by it. If you couch it in terms, um, you know, uh, that are more easy to the person, it's his language, that that I think would, would be helpful, and just weary because... What do you do? He'll come back with a different shot that he found, a different safer. <laughs> you know, ain't the double safe. You know, <laughs> I, 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 you know it's, 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 you know, there's a vertla from every rebbe, and, and there's, and, 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 you know, and so on and so forth. So I, I, would, I would like him to understand some a different turf, but at least make the turf, you know, it's like Le Havdal. Not Le Havdel, exactly the same way. In, in pediatric hospitals, the rooms don't look like hospital rooms, they look like, Kindergarten rooms, you know. That's the you know because you want the kid to, f- it, it, it's you know to feel something familiar about the surroundings. So you don't replace the ventilator with with with, a, with an xylophone or something, but, but, but the paintings on the wall and the trappings are kindergarten trappings. So it is you know especially, and that's why if you if you're a therapist who is looks Hamish, if you th- if you if you throw in Yiddish words, if if your demeanor is I gotta catch Mincha soon. It makes the person feel comfortable. Um, for women, we'll figure out something else. You'll tell them the or the, the something, or the <laughs> yeah. left. Or, you know, we'll we'll will figure something else. Yes. Could you just tell me your name? Yes. And we... uh, Leslie Laskin. Um, I think what uh, the Rosh she was saying, and wrong, um, is that in
6: in. In therapy and hypnotherapy, there's something called pacing, and pacing refers to a process where, at first, the therapist follows the patient. You follow their breathing. If you're doing a trance, you follow their lashing. You use similar. You want to use their their language. Right. Once you go with them, then you can once you. It's like, I guess, turning a boat or something. You've got to go with their momentum. Correct. And then, you know, if there's something maybe uh, uh, amiss, from cutting wise to, to put it in a general way, depending on where they are, if they felt like you're with them and you're not judging them, then there's room to subtly maybe bring something in, as long as they don't
1: feel like you've lost it. Correct, correct, correct. And so, so in as much as it's it's making, and I would like to do it with the, with the trappings, how you look, the, the words you drop, the, the things you do. You know, for, for, for a more secular person, and i get to I don't mean not from, but I mean a, a person who's more modern, a professional should be called detached professional and that makes you comfortable when you walk in and and the person, there's distance. A hamisher person doesn't like that, that's not what he's used to. So, and that's why there's such a critical need for for professionals because you can't get that bond and that trust besides understanding the world. So so correct, Um, you need to share a world in terms of the human connection, and then take the person into into whatever area you need to take him to. Yes, I'm sorry, what's your name, yeah? Right,
8: Ripka Webber, okay. I'd like to ask Rosh Hashiva a at the different question. Till now I've been hearing, people have been asking more about in the area of intervention. My question is in the area of assessment and conceptualization, what if there is a serious conflict with dichotomy with the way the rob, the das teurer, perceives the actual pathology and the way the mental health person, fully to perceive it. For example, um, I can't remember your name, he was speaking about basically clients' right to self determination. I'm so glad I have rid myself of social anxiety. Yay, I was doing careers of terror, which is awesome. That is an intervention. My question is, if the therapist perceives the problem not as pathology in pure empirically evidence social science, the Rob says, this is not pathology, this, he is a heuter. So we have a clear, we're going in two different parts. So, but they're both from, right. and the why is that important? If you don't get the initial conceptualization of who you are looking at, that is what drives the intervention. And in terms of whether we can use Mamari Khazal and all that, personally, I was a former seminary teacher. I actually shy away from that because we are a community that's populated with Ragonim and place and kind of they're not coming to me for a muscle massage they're coming to me to clear themselves from the mental health realm so here's am i clear with my question in terms of the conception so, i'm before the intervention
1: so, so now the question we're dealing with a real human situation here you have a ball whose who's Rav is telling him x and you 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 think it's off mark so the question really is Why are they coming? You do not want to, to, in order to be successful, you cannot um, wedge yourself between him and his rav. Besides the halachic, no, besides that area, it also is the problem of it'll be highly effective and probably exacerbate the problem, one direction or the other. It takes some diplomacy to, to explain that the rav is right, but... We, I will help you techniques that will get you to doing what's right. It, it needs a lot, a lot of diplomacy. And it really depends how aggressive the rough personality is, how much he takes issue with the effects on the cutting. The worst case scenario, obviously, is when you have a husband and a wife, and one is going to the rough and one is going to the professional. Lord help you. <laughs> I could I just be a spell.
8: I am in mental anguish. So, mental so that person
1: anguish. is not speaking to the Rav. No. And one person, I had a story, Purim, uh, many years ago. I, I used to commute back from the United States until my family moved. And there was a boy there in the United States who had come from my area, very driven to succeed. He wasn't succeeding, but driving himself crazy. And one Purim, he was drunk. And he asked me, I wasn't quite firm enough for him, he had become, he had moved way to the right. But whatever we friendly and came to him, it was high, and he said, is it not true a person can be anything he wants? The first wants a valid the guy, he can be a I said, I don't believe it's true. He says, what do you mean? Everybody says, I said true, but I don't know where that ever says. It doesn't say, it's every person can be perfect. Perfect means 100% of yourself, you, you've used right. But that a person can pick somebody and say, that, that I could be like him doesn't say any place and I, I don't believe it's true so he got very upset and he says who are you I should listen to you so I told him because you asked me and you knew what the answer would be <laughs> and, and, and he turned he like was stunned even drunk he knew what, he, he, I said you know I, I'm not your favorite gobble and you know darn well why you asked me that question and, and, and it's, it's interesting. Many years later, he's, got, he's come to senses. But, but it was a long and hard process. I'm, I'm serious. He was, he was a person with a lot of fire and a lot of fury. And things, you know, it, 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 those are really rough situations. That's why working, the ideal is, and one of the things I would, I would like to propose, and I know that somebody in, in YU told me he's working on it and he's done it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if Rabbanim were, were able to take a seminar, you know, like a, 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 a few days, a few weeks, it, it would have to be in a situation where they would go off on a tree something. I, I know many, and many Rabbanim will not touch it. That's fine. But if you build a cadre of young Rabbanim where you get, you know, a week's course in identifying this, this, and this, understanding the, the, the goal of it is not to become, you're not going to, but understand, just like when you're paskening, Child's in Yekippa, you won't understand sugar level. You won't understand, um, you know, kidney function, liver function. You won't understand. So when a doctor says this and this, you know what is being said. I believe it's something and it has gone delicately. There's a lot of resistance, and I, I believe I understand it. I understand the, the the clash, the potential clash. But I think if Rabbanim were given the ch- the chance to learn and understand the vocabulary, the general ideas. of of personality disorders, the idea of, of, of communication, at least just the the, the thing. I, I think that that would be a, a great a, a great help, especially if you if you show the cases you, and people, if the environment is, is is right and the people presenting it are coming, echad, you know, I'm one of you instead of I'm teaching you ignorant heathens, you know, how to do things. I think it, it would be a us, lot lot. Yes, what's your name, sir? No, whoever, no, she, she. she, yeah. Atara Malach. Yeah.
0: I want to thank Rosh Yeshiva. I need clarity. We all do, we all do. I want to say, am I uh, an American Jew or a Jewish American? Am I a Jewish therapist or a therapist who's Jewish? Um, We can talk all night, but um, we're not allowed to be Maseyad Adver. Right. and with the winds of society and alternative lifestyles blowing the way they are I see people in the listservs grappling with it too what are things that are clearly not in our realm because we are Jewish therapists and honestly speaking not only does the client have the four levels but as therapists we do too and I don't see how I could bring my best to the client if I'm not me um, most of the research has shown that the effectiveness of treatment has much less to do with the kind of treatment than the Kesha between right. the, than the relationship itself. And if I'm closing off very vital, integral parts of myself. First of all, I'm, I'm not who I could be or I should be, even in the room. And I think, you know, the, the great areas we can discuss you know forever but what is the area where we need to hear Das Heira that we with all the respect to our profession are not allowed to touch
1: so um I would say something that the purpose is to validate something wrong is going to be user. in other words let's take something like you know with the you know, gay gay lifestyle and so on, you can help a person um, cope with life, but it, it you, you at the end of the day, um, it cannot it, it, nothing about what you say can validate it. Um, you can say a person needs to be honest with yourself, you need to understand yourself, and, and and the tricky part here is because if you're sitting in a room with a professional shingle. You've got restrictions as far as the profession goes. And that's why, on that level, you, you may just have to say, you know, and, and the best excuse is to use, I've got a lot of my own sense of things, and I don't think I'm a person to can help you. But let's say you're dealing with helping a person. Let's, let's put it not in the profession, but if you know somebody's struggling, you can say, listen, I can help you work towards what's good and what's right, understand yourself Nothing that you are is bad. It's only what we make of it. Which is true by all stands. But you, if, if you feel that at the end of it, you are helping a person become a Chal Shabbos. Let, let's take an example. Somebody is brought, it was brought up in a from home that was very abusive, very, very restrictive, very, very tyrannical, and he wants to rebel. So to tell him, I'll help liberate you, as such, and Bez Hashem, when we get through, you can be. You can be whatever you want. You, it's not. We can't do it, and you won't be able to do it with, with a full heart either. What you can say is, you know, once we learn how to be ourselves and free, you'll be able to make some real choices, and you'll be surprised at yourself, some of the choices you'll make, something along those lines, which I think is the right way to deal with these things. But, you know, it. it, it I, you know, each each case you need you need to ask somebody who understands roughly the situation and can and can say this is a case that you can't touch or, or you can You know, they're they're, they're not always clear cut answers. I mean, it's, I'll tell you some of the worst cases are. I think we have parents that loghead with children, and you think and and you this you, you you this child might need to break with his parents totally. Those are those are really you know, there you're walking on a real tight rope. Some of the other ones it's easier to identify the isser, easier to identify um the problem. And sometimes you can you can walk a delicate line. If you can't, you know, I you know I I have to believe that. I do believe that it's, just, yes. Just what? to
3: clarify a point there, so as said let's say in this case where the client is struggling with issues of sexuality, um, so obviously we're not pushing them in that direction. That we sayel daravera, but if we are are aware, if we know, with we well certainty, that by us giving them their sense of self and the courage, that's going to lead directly to decisions that are connected to is that one step removed from being sayel which we, would allow us to do our work?
1: I'm not. Directly. I'm not sure, correct? Because I think that it's one step towards being able to make good decisions. As long as a person is being run by something he has no control over, he's not making any decisions. And whatever comes automatically will usually not be good. But if you help a person understand himself that that, that being free to make your own decisions is the first step, towards struggling with decisions. And the real, everyone, it, 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 the next, the only way you could be a Bocher Betov is if you're a Bocher. If you, if you feel that way, and I do believe it's true, um, then it's not um, a of our very. And, 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 and yes, these are, it, it, they're, they're, very, they're very, very difficult A lot of them depend each one on each new one's case. But I don't believe we have a, we can't be two from either. Because mo- many people will be helped only when they realize it. They don't have to do what their parents are, are telling them to do. They don't have to do it, but then they're only then they can actually make good decisions. Um, you know, but it's a process. I, in Chinuch, I, I know. You know, I, I deal with. You know, sometimes we have kids who come to us in Shiva, especially Israeli American kids who were forced into a system that. Was not for them at, at an age that was not appropriate, and, and, and they, they're rebellious. And sometimes you, you give a lot of leash, and then you sit down in person and say, Okay, tell me what you want in life. Tell me what it is that you know, your values, your ideals, I want to help you fulfill them. You know, at a certain age, you know, if, if they're semi adults at the 18, 19, 20, you, you get some extremely good results. One boy told me, there was one boy I encouraged to leave full-time yeshiva and to take a job. I just felt it's the right thing for him. And I said, feel free to be part of yeshiva. You're part of yeshiva. But you're not eating and sleeping off the yeshiva. You're eating it of your own. And this person actually does a lot better. A lot, lot better in every way. And I said, a, few, a few weeks ago, I said to him, so how are things going? He said, you know, I'm doing everything I did, but I'm doing because I want to do it because i know it's right and and the person was profoundly changed um, you know he, he he took his responsibility for his life he, it, it 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 made it empowered him and and it empowered him to do right so i do think the step of helping a person understand himself and freeing himself from 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 external um pressures that add nothing to him um, is helpful but your your end goal has to be that. You know, he, he, he goes towards right. Yes. Oh, I hear a lot Ah, um, you look yeah. from I, I never I didn't see you I only see it by Skype, yeah. yeah right.
2: <laughs> so I know actually I I called it, I called a Shiva about this uh, a few months ago. A lot of the therapy methods are like based on almost quasi religious concepts. So I put to Shiva and I did IFS about the concept of self. In DBT, they call the wise mind. So here it's kinda of mixing between the Ruah between the Ruach and uh and the Nefesh, where we're building ourselves off the kind of vice-vershiva, she was talking about the Neshama and the Salva and the, right. and the So that's a case where it's kind of overlapping and it's kind of part of therapy because a lot of therapies build off that off that Kayah. So you know, she was making a very big distinction between Ruach and Nefesh, but here's kind of a mix where we're going to the Ruach almost, we're basically going to Ruach, we're going to the Neshama to, to, to build to the Nefesh. So how do we separate it on a special level and... Is it okay to bring that in? For example, I, I asked for myself, I'll, I'll stop up sort of. But even just to bring it into Klein, to client and say, yes, you have the Shaman, you can build up the Shaman uh, and to use that concept in, in therapy.
1: Well, the truth is, even at the Nefesh level, you can build. Um, the Nefesh level includes basic, healthy, emotional sense of things. Um we can use our higher self, our choosing self, to put those blocks into place. But what we're doing is we're working. So there's a self, listen, when I, tell to, when I come to the doctor and I say I'm not feeling well, I'm not talking about existential philosophy, I'm talking about a stomach ache. And, and, and that's fine, and that's the I. When I'm at the doctor's office, or at least the, 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 the internist, the I is, is my heart, my lungs, and my kishkas. That's the I. When I'm in therapist office, the I is the basic sense of emotional one being. When I'm sitting in base meditation, the I is the neshama that's a helga al imal. So uh, uh, using it in, in its context, I think, is appropriate. Um, because there is that self, you know, there, there is the sense of self that a child has, which is how much love, respect, hurt, humiliation, and things like that.
2: But again, the, I, in a lot of these therapies, the idea is that there's a pure place. Like I spoke
1: to a then, Like the idea of IFS is that there's a place that's always confident, that's always calm, and have all their ATs that they have, but a very strong place. that I noticed that there's identify that in the Shamba I spoke to him. Really but, but I think when you deal, when you're dealing with a client, you can you can talk about, Akatshbaru who created, it says, El Baris Odom Yosher, of Bikshu Harbei. Um. I, I, you can say that is true, listen, a normal child um, is born just like a normal body is healthy, with some exceptions, but a normal body is healthy and it's 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 our donuts that mess it up usually or whatever it is that we do, we do or don't do, or the disease, a, a normal, a person's emotional sense is supposed to be well. And... Um, it may have been different areas that that distorted it and, and caused it to, to 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 become very distorted and and, and stressed and pain. So I, I, there's nothing wrong if you translate it. And and you're talking about the that level. That level is bedrock. You cannot build anything up. And there's nothing wrong with, with talking about the self of of the of the of the nefesh. It's true that the real, real, real self is there, but. We're dealing with this. And this is the, just like a doctor says, the Rambam in Hilchus Deus has a paragraph about physical health. And I once heard from my Reverend Rush Shapiro. He asked, why did the Rambam insert it there? So, you know, it's good advice. I mean, you know, in, in, in based on, on the medical knowledge of, of their days, but why? And the Rambam starts by saying, since you can't be over Hashem and when the body is sick, therefore I'm giving you advice. So he, gave, he added a, a twist to it that was extremely, a, really a, a fine thing. Uh, let's say a, somebody whose who's foot is, is broken can't walk, obviously. But someone who has physical pain, his mind automatically jumps to his self. And he's not interested in God, of Avotus Hashem. Whenever you have hurt in the body, illness, your, 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 your mind wraps itself around itself. So the Rambam is not talking only about well obviously if 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 you're dead you're not going to go over Hashem if if you know if if your hand is broken you put on the film. The is talking about the psychological effect of having the the, the um, uh, of being ill. It it, it becomes it, it becomes all consuming. So it's perfectly appropriate to speak about it. And this is the world you're dealing with. Yes. What's your name? Sorry. of Krohn.
9: Coming from the opposite side of the question, where I'm born and bred, whatever. I've been in Lakewood Yeshiva, I've been there in Kudal for many years, and I'm dealing with, from people coming out of, you know, a lot of Torah comes into the conversation, especially with OCD, of course, on a professional, you know, boundary. Right. Um, coming from that end, the workshop I think is going well, is there anything that I should not be talking about as a therapist?
1: Give me some examples that you that you have. a I mean, it's like uh, as, I, as I know what we're talking
9: about. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, OCD question. But here, uh, there's a big question that keeps me coming up. What does it mean? Called You know, has there hope in If everyone's going to be burned somehow? Different like Mussar Shailas that come up.
1: So I would say Olam well, Hab is not Yotchum. You know, it's somebody once said Rabbi Uncle Galinsky was a very a big let's I mean, was very humorous. So he once said that he was sitting at a at a bar mitzvah in the Nebrak, and there was a big mizrah, a lot of rabbanim, and Dr. Rochel's Hanivrahu, who was it tzaddik walked in, and they immediately shooed off one of the rabbanim and gave him a seat up front. So he was very very upset. Then he got up and he said, "You know, the host did right, because it says that a rav." is is that if you have a lost object of yours versus a lost object of your father's, you first return the lost object of your Rav, your Rebbe, because your father gave you life, brought you life in this world, and your Rebbe brings you life in the world to come. So he said, so that's the reason why we should be a Rav, Rebbe, more than anybody else. But today's doctors also help bring you to Olam Haba, so, so that's why it's appropriate to respect. It's like you know, a, and, and, you know in, in Hebrew, it sounded cute. I don't think you should concern yourself. You should tell him Gan And, and so this person that I was telling you about, that had told me that he's into this. So what is Hashem? What is I said, I don't know. Hashem wants you to roll up your sleeves and do what takes it better. How he runs his shop and and, and what's the schar? What's the oynish? How do he says this Really, it's none of our business. And I really couldn't care less. I said, it's great when we're sitting, not La but, and we talk about understanding the idea. Right now, w- 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 all of that conversation will take you away from it. And, and I think that's something to keep on. Um, Rev. Leib Steyman. i just, I'll, this is a bit of an aside story, but I think it's very apropos. Rev. Steyman, as big as a tzaddik he was, not as big because he was big tzaddik. the one thing he hated more than anything else was nonsense. And Fruman nonsense was worse than regular nonsense. <laughs> so he was once sitting, and a couple came to him. They had gotten a little bit of money in, and the, um, and the wife, they, they wanted to paint the house, paint, you know, do some basic whatever needed to. But then she reminded herself of the medrash that says, that, you know, this woman asked for, for, for money and a golden leg came down and then they had a dream that the table is missing a golden leg in Om Haba, So she's very concerned. Will this money mean we're missing the golden leg in Om Haba? He said, amazing, he said. A 95-year-old man is sitting here trembling of the Gehenim he's about to get. And Baruch Hashem, the couples today worried about the golden legs on the table. <laughs> you know, he, 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 he didn't like the, 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 the you know, the, the... I think people say, listen, Akarishparu who knows what he's doing, Akashparu who is fair and he's Emmis. That's we know, and that's a given, and we can be confident of that. He's, you know, Ikela Muna and 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 that's it. what we need to do, let me tell you how to roll up the sleeves and do it. And any other talk is a distraction, I think that's that I, I would stay away from philosophical
4: questions. I
9: yeah, please. Um, when, let's say this person is specifically asking, he said he feels he lost his Bahira because of, you know, things became very easy for him and he's he OCDing about that. And I tell him it's total nonsense, it's OCD thinking we're not going to go there, but he just keeps on going. He says, how do you know? So maybe it's just a trap. But I want to bring in a little hushkaffa, like we know this, like, you know, we know that there's no such thing as losing, losing Bahira unless you're powering, you
1: know? I, I, But you know what? Arguing, arguing, <laughs> arguing from Russian <laughs> <laughs> what?
4: Right, right. He's a, he could be. A, I, I
1: think. I think if you, if you, if you tell a person, if you tell a person, um, if you tell a person, listen. If I can tell you the facts, the facts are that people in your situation have been able to turn their lives around. So, so I, you know, I don't know. Maybe you know what's in Shemaim. I know what's in Oretz. I've have met many people like you. I've seen them. I've I've read about it. What you can do is get back your bechira, and and I'm dealing with the facts of it, not 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 the the, the fantasy of it. I, I think to, I think you need to um, drive that, that point home. Yes, maybe some men. I, I, I what's your name, sir? Uh,
7: Evan Steele. Um, Evan what? Evan Steel. Yeah. Um, so just going back to the, the, the separate levels and the separate roles. So one could conceive, as folks, you know, there's a there's a that that any moral failure is at its essence a, a mental health issue. That that to do wrong is indicates some kind of sorrow in mental health.
1: So I I would beg to differ on that very strongly, and I'll explain to you why. And I don't want to go into philosophy as such. Intimate, <laughs> but let me let me. And I I want to spend a few minutes to help understand, to me, one of the most compelling, I don't like the word arguments or proofs, one of the most compelling thought process about ruchness is as follows. When we speak about good and bad, so definition one is um, a, a personal sensation. Chocolate cake, I find to be extremely good. Vanilla, not. Um, you would think differently, you would think differently, you would think differently. And all I'm saying is my taste buds are delighted with this. So when I say that this is good or nice, I I find this to be nice uh, decorations. Some people don't find nice decorations. Those are individual. They're expressing a personal sensation experience. There's good and bad that's objective. For instance, the quickest way to get from here to push, you can sit and, and, and have different arguments. We take out the ways, Machria, the Das Torah ways, says the quickest way is to go through Manhattan. So, okay, so, 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 so that's what the GPS used to do. So, 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 so that's an objective fact, and we understand that. If I come along and I tell somebody, um, you, the best career that you can choose is being a doctor. So what I mean to say is you have A an affinity of X, Y, and Z, the, the thing you'll be best at that will give you the most earnings, this and this, then it takes on meaning. In, so, so we have personal experience, which is subjective and real, it's, it's personal. We have efficiency um, to get from point A to point B that's objective and also real. When someone comes along and says stealing is bad, so when somebody says it's bad for society, yeah, but so is, is, is going in an airplane. No, we would say it's criminal. The word criminal, evil, the word evil. Honestly speaking, even the biggest atheist, unless he's a psychopath, has a strong sense of it. And there is no way to translate that sense into one or the other two. Psychology should be dealing with the second category or the first, in other words, a person who has unnatural pressures on him, stresses, whether they're by parents, society, and uh, mixing up the goals that he could possibly attain, all that is, is, is a person who is not going to be functioning efficiently and is a person who will be suffering. So we come along and say, listen, you have a fantasy to be a great football player, and that's, that's you'll never be one, and therefore you'll never realize happiness and so, on, so forth. When I come along and tell you that stealing is evil, and I would give, give a muscle, and I think it's—I don't—I particularly have—I I, I particularly scared of heights. You know, not—not I not, don't not a high floor, but standing on a ladder doesn't make me feel good. So, Bachem, I have a supply of that always change the light bulbs, and I, it doesn't—it doesn't hamper my life a lot. If somebody come along on a Sunday afternoon and say, you know, you're not doing much anyway, I'll, I'll give you a three-hour session on how to scale heights and you'll be able to shinny up a pole with no problems, I would be, I, you know, I'd ask me if he takes insurance, and if he says yes, I, I, I'd, I'd be pretty happy to do it. Let's say a guy asks me, you know, how come you, you pay all your taxes like a little patala? How come you don't, you know, just, you can, you can, this and that. I don't know, I said, i do it that way. I said, you know what, it's a hang up. I can give you a three hour session, and, and, and you'll be, you'll be declaring a thousand dollars a year earnings. Even a an atheist, if he's a good decent person, so let's not taxes, but let's say you know something that everyone consider criminal, we would we he wouldn't do it. Why? It's another value that is not in the system. It's from outside the system. The conscience we have is a feeler for values that are not of this, this world. It, when some councilman it says it's not good for society when you take give bribes. The honest truth, I don't care that much about society. Yes, it's nice society is running well, but if I can make a few million dollars, I don't so much care about society. The answer is, but I feel evil and good and noble. Sacrificing with somebody, courage, all the positive values comes from somewhere else. So I don't think that's true. It's the reason why immoral failures means it doesn't correspond to something outside this world, which affects us. A person who steals... It, I once read a lawyer said, a white-collar crimes punishment is on the witness stand, not in jail. When this person was considered to be uh, Mr., Mr. Good himself, sits on the witness stand, and he's shown off for the years. he's dead. It, it destroys people. More than the jail sentence. The jail sentence is already... It, 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 so, so that is one area that can that can have an effect on persons, but it's very different than than basic mental health, which is internal functioning. You know, if if we try to attain goals that are not achievable for us, what we'll do is keep on intensifying our suffering. So, I do think that demarcation is important.
7: I think there's a very big difference. Yeah, that when you could you could frame every violation of a Torah value. If you have that Torah value and you're violating it, it's a mental illness. Because why are you you acting out against your value?
1: So, well, it depends how you, you well, but but not really, because it depends how you define mental illness. I, I mean, there are values, when somebody cuts corners in paying taxes, call that mental illness, it's 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 you know it's a different tchum, and and I'd like to keep those chums in my palm. Please.
7: So, so let's say you have, for example, a person engaging in some kind of bad behavior, it's of and you know, like most of us walking this planet, they have they have issues. Yeah. Right? So, but they're not extreme, right? If they're extreme, this person was probably abused. So of course, you know, you understand that the, the era is somewhat related to the horrible experience. Right. But you know, normal, you know, So. Is this person suffering from their difficulties that it will then free them from the avera, Or are they just someone who needs to be told stop to be in the avera?
1: That depends on the situation. Yes, please, uh, second please. Second. okay, yes.
0: So what is the, the ruach? Is that part of the ruach? Here's the exact same question of uh, what is causing that? How do we see that?
1: And how, as from therapists, do we make the dichotomy that maybe we shouldn't? Uh, um, so, so, okay, so let's take, let's take a, um, a an example. So again, we'll touch on. So imagine somebody is he's complaining of having improper hirhurim. He's gotten into a particular affair with somebody that he shouldn't. So, so that would fall under a category of. Avera, et rushdos, etc., etc. But a person has been womanizing for years. A person is 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 out of control. So at some point, it it, it becomes um, a, a mental health issue because it's addictive behavior. And, and you know, it's like eating. Sometimes it's easy to tell. You know, a, a person who who who's overeating by a few donuts a year. And he's putting down two, three pounds a year. We wouldn't call it a mental health issue, but we would give him counseling on techniques how to how to move away. But a person who can't, who, who hasn't seen a kiddish that he hasn't liked, and and is and is you know and, and, and he's and, and he's really you know, there's something a lot more than 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 he's he, he, something has become twisted, and, and now and now we have to deal with it as a mental health issue. So, so, you know, it, it is a fine. It's like, it's like, it's like cold and pneumonia. At some point, it's, uh, so it's is yes. it a
3: difference in essence or a difference in degree.
1: So, I believe once it's crossed over, a person's Bechira might be compromised. And he certainly doesn't have the tools. So, I mean, he has the Bechira. And Arad Gadler once told me something extraordinary. I, I, it, was, it was many years ago. I was a yet. He. See, this is somebody in Leibrach. He told me, don't think that you can ever hide behind Das Torah. You chose to follow Das Torah, and you chose the Godel who's going to be your Das Torah. He, he wasn't telling it to me as... I, it wasn't an argument. He was just giving me, give me his take on things. When a per, The Bechira person has when he has... Uh, when he's become addicted is to look for help and to surrender whatever he needs to surrender to, to get over it. So, so his Bechira is not... Um, he, he's not going to be able to stop drinking on his own. But he, if he knows that he needs a rehab, and that's at that level, he can still do that. So his behavior is to take a step that's um, very difficult. He knows there's going to be difficulties. Maybe he's embarrassed, et cetera. But taking that step will we'll, we'll work for him. Yes? I
4: mean, there's, there's a widely taught theory anyway, at least in the firm programs, that nobody goes off the darach. for instance, if they're not being driven by strong emotional distress. And so for mental, for mental professionals, many of them view it primarily as a mental health issue. Adolescents, adults, going off the dark. So is there a mixture of both? Is it, do we have to assume that? Do we, is there such a thing as people? Is there yes that just not so?
1: Um, I, 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 like most things, I would assume it's a mixture of both. And I'll tell you, like, let, let's take an example. Imagine a person who never connected to Yiddishkeit. Kite. He never he was in Shiva, he walked the walk, talk, talk. Learning in on, he never heard a of in Mazarman, but he's there, he's from, it's fine, and it's good. And then he goes on, and you know, he wants nibbles on cookies without a heksha, but it's probably okay, he nibbles this, he does that. And there's a slow disintegration of is from kite. That often there doesn't, it's a lack of emotional con- connection, rather than a positive drive. On the other hand, I was speaking to somebody, um, this is going a few years back. This person was a huge Talmud Chachem. He wrote Tzfarim Kabbalah, Chassidishing a man with uh, old Levushim, totally fry. with family and children, the, the works. And someone called me up and said, you know, uh, um, you know, again, I don't know know how I got, but I said, you know, it's he has questions. He has a few questions. If you can answer them, it's in that. I said, listen, I I, I feel obligated to help if you're calling me, but let me tell you something. It has nothing, I assure you it has nothing to do with questions. But I'll be in New York. I'll speak with the person if you want. So fine. So I happen to be in New York. I I met this person. I sat a few hours with him. This person spent hours raging. It wasn't questions, it was a lot of anger, raging. And he spoke a bunch of hours. And I let him do the most of the talking. I was listening. And this, that. And he threw in all the questions, the questions, all a way to find mention of all the questions in this, that. This person is very bright. I thought he wrote for him Kabbalah. When he finished, I said, listen, I'm not God's salesman. I'm not, I don't make a commission on, on the people that make fun of them. I want to tell you something. If you really, if, you, if, if mentally you would have believed that this is fairy tales, after 10 minutes of conversation, you would have put your arm around me and you would have said, Rabbi, get a life. I'm telling you, don't waste your time. You don't know how great cheeseburgers are. You don't know how great this is. Get a life. I don't want to talk about it. I said, I've been listening to a few hours of real anger. I said, something hurts terribly bad. You're not going to have a life unless you resolve those issues, whatever they are. I mean, this person is on drugs. This person is, is in other places. He, he, he was a very angry... Let, let me share a story to show what great, a great bal Musa who had tremendous insight in people it, it said. It's, a, it's an awesome story. It's... My wife's great grandfather, Alta Slabotka, I didn't know it from the film. I actually read this recently by a Talmud of his, and the story blew me away. The Alta was an extraordinarily perceptive person. His insight in human nature was beyond. He was head of Slabotka Yeshiva, and again, some of you might know a lot about this, some might know very little, in the most turbulent Kufa in, in Jewish history. This was from the late eighteen hundred to 1880. He founded the Yeshiva. 1925, and the move to Israel, this was when yeshivas were destroyed, torn apart, disintegrated. Communism, Zionism, socialism, anti-religious assimilation—everything took—and Bachar would just leave. And you know, people say, "Well, we have a terrible off the problem." Today, off the derech, as they go off someplace on on, on a path their own to, to munch on a cheeseburger. In those days, they took a bulldozer and destroyed the yeshiva. It's a whole different world, you know. They, they were lishma. Today's today's are are like l'te'ava. So one day, so every so often, there'd be a revolt of bachin and bachurim would just unmask it up. And one day, the best bachurim yeshiva, the biggest masmin and learner, came in with a group of people screaming and yelling profanities and vulgarisms and yelling at the altar on and on, screaming, and they smashed them. It was like a pogrom, and they walked out on the yeshiva. The altar was one of the He turned to this person right in the story, it's Rabbi Meskin, or Mersky, and he said to him, did you see how this leader kept his intellectual integrity, despite the fact that he's left the yeshiva? I what are you talking about he said take a look he came in and screaming and yelling in high pitch high revved emotion from beginning to the end you know why because if you would have to think calmly and clearly he couldn't say these things and he he couldn't put his position the only way it worked is he got his anger and his emotions to talk not his mind because his mind couldn't do it that's insight in in a person um, but, but you know it, many of the people are, are frustrated hurt, upset you find people who leave by the process of dilution and sort of you know it, but that's a slow process the person not interested in arguing Person, the person wants just you know it's kind of a slow disintegration a person who, who comes with a tremendous you know explosion something close that it. it could be it was always looked down upon. It could be that, 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 you know, sexual abuse is a big factor in a lot of it. It could be frustration and, and other things like that hemmed in by people, an unhappy marriage, a difficult parent. Could be many things like that, but I believe many of them. The, the slow process where we sort of slowly dilute our way out of it. so unfortunately is, is, is a big thing, but it's just not so noticeable. Maybe one or two more questions and that's it. Yes. Robin.
8: Robin. Yeah. Um, if you're dealing with a woman with OCD, and there are lots of shaylas coming up, you know, mikva,
0: bedikas, kashras, is it okay for a therapist to give over like I've asked the Shila for people with OCD? I've been told X. Because sometimes if you tell the person to go to their own Rav, and they're a person who's not familiar
6: with OCD, they totally right. So are you allowed to take that responsibility of, you know, handling them? the side?
1: I think most helpful, the best idea would be, and, and I think for, for both reasons, both halakhic and professional, to work with a Rav. And the way you couch it to the person is this Rav has a lot of expertise in these Shaila specifically. Don't tell him that he recognizes OCD when he sees it. Tell him that in this particular area, you know, it, it, it's healthy because, it, because down deep, the person knows that they trusted you and not a Rav, mm-hmm. it, they're not gonna free themselves from thinking that they took a shortcut. And mm-hmm. um, so, so working, and that's why it's important to have, you know, I, I, I would, my fantasy or my dream would be to have groups of rabbanim would work with this closely because you know it, 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 it's you need both ends of it um, to be to be um, effective. So in a case like yours, working with a Rabbanim, and again, the spirit say this person has exact most rabbanim they don't have such um, expertise in this, so they're be more. But he knows exactly, and he can tell you. That's the you know that that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, so with, one, yeah, and, and one more question, maybe what's I, I get to ask the question. <laughs> so if she'll ask the question, you can ask the last question, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, would you? Okay, based on some of the- Oh, you do some?
5: Mrs. Spear. Ms. What? Spear. Yeah. Based on some of the conversation that we were
1: having before, I just really want clarification. There are a lot of times that I'm interacting with uh, the desk the specific clients. I'm always working with
5: the desk therapy. And um the, an issue that will come up particularly when I'm dealing with personality disorders is that a lack of understanding of what it is and a, a, a um underste- a, a conceptualization is what we're seeing as midness. We are looking at that midness, the person needs to be directed on midness. Right. And so this builds on something that we've been talking about. I'm usually saying first of all we need There has <laughs> to be Something.
1: That's what Revol- revolver yes. calls Ravolba calls that chapter, Adam. He says if you're not an Adam, then there's nothing to talk about. And the, and and he implies that that level of Adam is is a therapist issue, not a halachic or a medis issue. Yes, yes. continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So so there, uh, as therapists, we are grappling with. This. We are often called upon to make that distinction. And I'm saying the fear is
5: someplace there, right? You know. Does this person have the capacity to make a choice? Or are they trapped by whether it's early childhood experiences, whether it's something that's born with traumas? But that's kind of an issue where I try to make sense for us to say, we don't really know. What we talk about people are going out and making certain behaviors based on ways that we're helping them, how would we clarify to say, this is a NASA on an issue that comes before the shaman okay. Because our are proven only in the Nasa in right.
1: so Olimar? Where does this end, where does this begin? Well, you can, you know, there, there are tools to diagnose certain things. Ignores personality disorders. It, it, the, 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 one of the challenges of generally mental health is they're not as quantifiable. You can't take a, a blood and send it down to the lab. So it's always going to be a judgment call. You know, to some degree, there, there are symptoms, you know, you can build a picture, but once something falls under something like personality disorder, that's that has nothing to do with those. It's not easily controllable. Those are things that can be only controlled from somebody from the outside. Uh, I'm working on compensating for whatever issue you have. And, and the problem starts when, when, when a rub gets involved, and a lot of times you get this, and, and the, the real, the real Gehenna, is when you have a spouse and one person says, my wife has a personality disorder, and the other, and, and the rub of her, or, or whatever it is is, is, is saying, what are you talking about? You know, and, and a person doesn't understand these things. And there's somebody, Dr. Levitz, who's written, he gives why courses, in you, and he wrote a book on, on, on rabbinical counseling, pastoral counseling, rabbinical counseling, and he writes there, I'm not writing this as a textbook for a body to be therapists. They're not supposed to be therapists. You know, it's two separate but they should know that certain Balabatan they suffer from, it's not their problem, it's the Balabas' problem. And if the Balabas has, you know, seriously, <laughs> sometimes you get a person very friendly and is so nice, and all of a sudden I got very angry at me. say, what did I say, what did I do? And, and, and it, you have to realize at some point you, you just say, you know what, no, this, this person has a disorder and, and now I have to deal with it very differently. Um, you know, having helpful rabbinic guidance so that the person, you know, understands that this is what it is, is is vital in a lot of these cases. Because you're right, it gets written off as bad middles, and it's nothing to do with middles. It has to do with how the hardware, it's not the software program you put in, it's the hardware program. Yeah, maybe let me mention one more issue that I think... Is, is, a, is a point of conflict, and I think why it's important to mention it. So, so you know, we're speaking about the, about the sexuality things, but I think there's another issue, marriage. The current, when I was growing up, the Weltanschauung the and, the, and, the, and, the, and the commonly held moral view was that family is sacrosanct, being married, if you're not married, you're missing something, you're not Adam, and, and you know, you sacrifice everything for your wife and children, husband children, so on and so forth. That was sort of common between everybody. Today, um, everything is about a person. You are you. Some people enjoy marriage, some people don't enjoy marriage. Some marriages are are more pleasant than not being married. Some marriages are less pleasant than not being married. Children, okay, we try to do best, but at the end, so on and so forth. Now, that is, and I've known from fairly close experience, where, a scenario as follows. A woman was married. The husband was not abusive by, by, by everybody's count. The the husband was of a different nature than the woman. The woman was very artistic and very different. He couldn't relate to many parts of her. They'd been married for, I don't know, probably a decade, two children. The, um, the, 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 it, it was a, There was a lot of pleasantness but, you know, th- there were deep-seated areas where the woman felt he just didn't get her. Um, somebody who was uh, from therapist explained to her that she's, you know, just she's being forced in. She got divorced. And so, the two children, it's, so four years later, and, and people tried to dissuade her. This was not here, this was actually not Israel. I just have, you no, know, they're like part of the family, so. I, I, I know a lot of details. Um, four years later, five years later, he's remarried happily. She wrote a letter that she f- that she is unhappy. She thought it'd be easy to find a father figure for children. She doesn't. I mean, they have an amicable relationship. It's not, you know, they're, 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 none of the negative parts there. And and she basically says, I buried myself. The Rav in our town Rabbi my was around 50 years, a very smart, a very shrewd person. He said he tried to dissuade every woman a couple came to the Voskres. No one listened to him. He didn't have the tools of of, of counsel, whatever. He didn't. He said well over 50% of the women came back later with kindness to him. That that he hadn't done enough. There was one woman who actually had a sit-in strike. I mean, she was kind of nuts, but but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. But but she was so upset. She first yelled at him. He doesn't understand. It doesn't get her. But, but so, so we, do, we do say that marriage is an extraordinary value. Does it trump an abusive, a truly abusive relationship? No. Does it trump, you know, things But an okay marriage, there was a woman that came to speak to me recently. She's been married 25 years. And she said how unhappy she is. Again, her husband is nice and kind. He's not the person that she had envisioned. She has five or six wonderful kids. Leah and her, of following the kids that she has, and 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 I was listening to her. She and I, I'm not that close, and she knows lives somewhere in the community. And she was pouring out her heart, how this is not what she anticipated. I expected what can I do? It I was almost thirty and I ended up. I, I, and I told her after you know I didn't, but I said and she said she went to a rav ten years ago and he said, listen, you, your husband's a good person, he supports you. You have wonderful children. Do not get. And she was telling, and she also understands. So we do have a value here. Keeping a marriage, being married is a a, a core value. Does it trump um, abuse and, 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 and no. Keeping yourself married in a okay marriage for children's sake is something we very believe in. Because at the end of the day, someday we will die and what's left over is our children. And if our children cannot forgive us, and they don't, and, and forgive us, then so if it's my be, nefesh, I don't mean putting nefesh to the kill, but I mean it's that level, okay. But if it's happier and less happy, there's, there's, you know, there's a long um, stretch where I think today we disagree very much with it. Um, it so on the firm side, I think we, we we have not understood abuse enough, abuse of marriage, abuse of spouse. And how serious it can be, whether it's emotional, severe emotional abuse, or, or, or physical abuse. So I think we've been guilty of that. But I think the world's idea, where it's just another way to live life, is totally alien to our values. Yes, what is you, you got The list. Yeah, one
3: quick comment and a question. we have eight questions here prepared. We only this is a conversation I follow from the first question. So I'm hoping that she will give us other occasions. That we can...
1: Uh, if the Olin feels it's helpful, I do come yeah. to New York on some occasions. My son Yaakov knows when. <laughs> so yeah. so I'm serious. He, he's the, he's the organized one. So so, so you can. Um, so yeah. hopefully we can have a, um, I'm hoping the Roshiba
3: could conclude just with words of Chizik for those
1: who are immersed in the service of Kali <laughs> Um, you, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with, with, uh, with something that, my mother-in-law, I don't know if you my mother was a finkel, if anybody was not to slow, you probably had an occasion to use her. She, she was a graineman, she was 24 um, seven, you know, sleeves rolled up in a sneeze stick away, helping people all the time, all the time. She was like, sort like rock strong and people with medical was especially, but everything in the books, one day a lady, a lady, I think it was a medical issue, they tried one thing, another thing. Finally, my mother-in-law said to her, you know, it was on the phone, I was sitting, she said, you know, I think I've tried every avenue and and uh, I, I don't think there's anything more I could I could offer you. So the lady told the Rabbanit, uh, you don't say Hebrew, I'm also instead it. Yesh kol There's so many gmachs today, gmach ozen. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I was speaking to somebody once a Shabbos, who's going through terrible Some I don't know, I have a new area where I was, and at the end, I listened, and at the end, the person said, you know, it feels better. So, I, I, it, it's the, the pain and, and, the, and the weight you feel when you hear another story and another story, as hard as it feels for you, in many ways, that's how much lighter you've made it for the person. And, and, and you know I'm sure everybody feels it. it the a big part of it is when the person feels that you listen and 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 it's weighing down on you it's two people carrying something it's it's strange to, to use emotional you know to conceptualize from physical character emotion, but it is like that and and uh, th- that's what you do and, and you know it's it's something that and Baruch Hashem, we do have better tools today and Baruch Hashem, we do understand things and, and we can help a lot of people more than that, but at least the fact that we're there and we're available I, I think, uh, you know may it be that when you call to Hashem Hashem will listen to Hashem, so that's the best thing. what? I don't mind I, I was, I, yeah
7: I mean, your safe,
1: you're decent, safe. Yeah. So, your name again? Soccer. Uh-huh,
7: okay. so I okay.
1: do if I see. Okay, so okay. I wow.
7: guys. Uh,
4: right. right. I'm
9: a little nervous so. <laughs> I am a little
3: nervous for the right I hope okay. it's
4: okay, okay. okay. I'm doing. Uh, I'm I think it's
3: okay
4: with
6: the
4: chat. Yeah. Oh for sure. Ah, okay. I have a bit
9: Oh okay yeah there's a lot of at the time wow usually that my what I so, it's like, it's 7:00. Yeah, also I don't feel the matter. No, thanks. I'm there. I've
3: brought a plus. What's the What? Her yeah. kitchen. Dolphin, Dope. Dol- yeah,